0: A lot of TV. Just my TV in Hi everybody, this is Trista and today I'm going to do a podcast about how to run for office for free and um, I'm doing this for the benefit of other Progressive candidates, especially um, so that or, or, you know, any any candidate, any if you're a good person, if you're a good Republican, please, please run for office. If you're a good Republican, because those are in short supply, I, t- I tell you, that's 100 percent guaranteed. But anyway, so, um, yeah, this podcast I'm, I'm making uh, with a shout out to Emily's List. And uh, Democratic Governors Association and um, Justice Democrats, uh, Democratic Training Center. There's um, that one as well. So, yeah, um, as a candidate, you can use those resources. EMILY's List is especially for women, pro-choice women, getting, um, making sure they get elected and they have training programs and webinars you know and uh they'll like like text you links to certain things uh you can also as a woman you can also get involved with supermajority um which is a uh you know based on the concept that women make up the majority of voters and so we should also uh you know, pressed to become uh, at least equal, equal representation with men, you know, we're still way behind, say, other Scandinavian countries. I did study in at Stockholm University in Sweden, and my thesis was on the Swedish women's political participation. And basically, I, I, I found that all these benefits from having a a great social welfare system like one of the most pretty much the best in the world I would say they call it the cradle to grave uh, system of social welfare Uh, The Swedish way uh, is uh, also called the third way it's between capitalism and socialism you know just for uh, all you Bernie fans out there but uh, anyway so uh, you know when I went there when I was studying there I noticed that even the taxi drivers had master's degrees. And I also noticed that uh, instead of, um, you know, people putting off having a family while they got their education, they were able to balance it all because education is paid for. My, my one-year master's program at Stockholm University was $50. And uh, that was one of the reasons I went there um, also, I'd always uh, admired admired that my first boyfriend was a Swedish guy, and um, you know, besides talking about Bud Lights, Bud Lights, and uh, I was I was struck with how surprised he was, how disturbed he was that we had so many heart uh, so many homeless people in San Diego when he when he showed up, you know. An accountant in Sweden, and, and so, um, and it should be disturbing. Why have we uh, have grown to just accept this the state of awful homelessness in this country? So that's another reason why uh, Bernie Bernie needs to be our president. He's the only one that that uh, gives a damn about the 500,000 homeless. He even, you know, he, he named them, you know, it counted them at least, and to uh continue uh doing some gardening while uh watering actually so okay so uh basically yeah my research showed that because thanks largely to sweden's awesome social welfare system uh you know people not only could uh, they had families that's what i was uh Getting to the point that when I was uh, studying as a graduate student, graduate researcher, and in Sweden, this was '97, uh, fifty dollars, and uh, fifty dollars a semester. There were resi- residence areas. You know, there was uh, Forskeback and I was in Forskeback in '16. It's like a, a building. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a nice dormitory. And there's. Uh, we all have. A, we have a. Our room, and which had its own little bathroom, and uh, there was a common area with a little kitchen or whatever. And I, I learned that the. You know I met several Swedish people who were married and living with their family in, they have like a residence area, um, you know, for, uh, families as well. So you have your own, whatever, it's probably an apartment basically. And, uh, so they can have their, their kids and also women get every woman, every woman, you know, it's, it's expensive having kids, and uh, they don't get married very. You know, they they usually only get married if there's a kid involved. So that's according to the statistics that I studied. So they, what they, and this, these are like twenty five year old statistics. But even even twenty five years ago, they were light years ahead of us. At this point, uh, so every woman gets gets. Uh, uh, like a stipend and child care is free So guess what they get to keep all that money that they make even if they pay lots of taxes or whatever At least they get something for it, don't they? They get paid parental leave both both parents Can like have like six months at least six months Um, Probably a year and it's more like a sabbatical, like they get to, they, they get to keep their job. And this is like 25, 30 years ago, man. <laughs> and so, uh, but and even at that time, women made up in the Swedish parliament, the most besides, I think Iceland had uh, even more of a majority of women parliamentarians, and, uh, you know, it's more of a, it's a job where, you know, you, you can call a Swedish parliamentarian and talk to, uh, that's what I did for my thesis, I uh, you can just call them up, and I interviewed a couple that way, you know, in person, like the liberal went into the, like, the Liberal Party or whatever, and, you know, we had lots of field trips to, like, their CDC or, you know, all, you know, they're incredible, incredibly well-organized, very, very, uh, edumificated people. Yeah, even the farmers, even the farmers spoke the English, you know, and we can, uh, just briefly, uh, I believe it's because they keep the one of one of the main big reasons is they they never have uh, dubbing. They never d- allow dubbing. They it's always in the original language with subtitles. That's one thing. Also, you know they they are only what like about ten million or something. It's a small country. It's about the size of California in population, and uh, um. So anyway, the the idea is that. You know, with resources, more women are able to per- participate politically. That was what's one of the main takeaways from my research but uh, that I want to share today. So anyway, so how do you do this in America? All right, how do you do this? All you have to, and here's a the, here's the, here's the big secret, okay, are you ready? Are you, st- are you sitting down? Here's the secret. It doesn't cost anything. It doesn't it's free. It's 0 dollars. You can run for office. You don't need uh you know, I was uh, I I was asking many years ago like how much does it cost to run a Senate campaign? It was like $50,000. And in this day and age, you know, like judge all you, all you have to do is know how to uh work with the media and you'll get all the free media coverage you need and that's why uh, say in 2016 Trump was outspent by Hillary Clinton he, she outspent him like two to one <laughs> because he knows how to take advantage of the free media um, and uh, as well as uh, you know his thuggery network criminal network that uh, he's been building up for many years. So anyway, it's it's free. It's free to run for office. I'll, this is what to do. This is what to do. Okay. You file with a, uh, okay, if it's a Pima County race, or I mean, if it's a county race, local race, uh, contact your uh, local local office. I was interested in both actually, the statewide and local, local races. So I got, uh, and it's, it's probably different in every state, but this is how you do it in Arizona. Okay. Um, for the local elections, you call your local department of elections and you ask for a candidate packet, a candidate packet. And then what you, Uh, And, uh, also ask for a list of all the positions that are available. Maybe there's, um, maybe there's a couple of them you would be interested in. And I would strongly recommend, uh, filing for a couple of them because say in my case, I, um, because of COVID-19, I was unable to get enough signatures to run for sheriff, a thousand signatures for that. But, um, but, uh, so I ran. I um, also had filed for board of supervisors, Pima County Board of Supervisors, District Five, in which I live. So, and there are different requirements for the nominating signatures um, for different positions. So you have to uh, stay in contact with your local local Department of Elections, and they'll they'll uh, answer all your questions. Um, in uh, Pima County, it's Ann. She's she's been a she's been a goddess, um, of, a, a voting, a voting goddess for me personally. And, uh, um, so I would just call and ask for a candidate packet, uh, say hi from Trista and, uh, tell her hi from Trista. Tell her she's doing a great job. And, um, also, uh, get a, a list of the local elections that are positions that are open and you can kind of see like justice of the peace wow you know did you know that you don't even have to have a law degree to run for justice of the peace that's one of the reasons i wanted to do it because i was going to consider it like a free form of law school wow then i could definitely learn on the job and get a healthy salary and then probably take the bar exam without even having to go to law school after a couple of years of that, you know, um, so, uh, so, uh, yeah, the, and knows, for example, the, uh, requirements so for some positions, there are a couple of requirements like a DA, you do have to have a law degree, um, do have to pass the bar exam or whatever. And, uh, but say sheriff, sheriff doesn't, you know, I can run as a total outsider, Um, As long as you're 18, I think it is, 18, you can run for office. So uh, also encourage other young people to run for office. Like when I was collecting signatures, um, sometimes I would say, are you old enough to vote? And if they said no, and I said, um, well, I informed them that if they were 17, uh, they could possibly, uh, and they turned 18 by November 3rd, they could vote. They could possibly, they could, they can register and vote. And then I, um, also encourage them, encourage other people, other good people to run for office. You know, do you have an auntie or an uncle that's really cool and down to earth and has great ideas and, you know, like on some free time or whatever you know, lots of skills and you know an interest in serving the community. Tell them to run for office, man. Tell them, tell them get, they'd make a great whatever mayor, mayor, or DA or whatever. if They've got a law degree or uh, justice of the peace if they're if they're interested in the law. Maybe they're watching like Judy Judge Judy all the time. Tell them well, why don't you why don't you run for uh, collect a couple hundred signatures and run for justice of the peace, and, and uh, do that, do judge, be the new judge duty. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I tell a bunch of my friends, I've told a bunch of my friends, like, you'd make a great San Diego mayor, Ju- Dr. Joseph Fu, or, you know, please run for something, because uh, otherwise, there's a good chance that somebody corrupt will get it, will get that job. And so, that's why... Uh, politics, entering politics is made made out to seem like it's really complicated and you have to have a lot of money you have to have $50,000 to run for senate campaign, no actually you don't, it's free Uh, so you you file your statements of interest Um, I run a clean campaign in the sense that I don't accept any donations from anybody so I don't have to actually file the um, finance. Well, no, there's, a, there are two financial dis- disclosure statements. There's one about your personal finances. Um, you know, if you have any conflicts of interest or, uh, you know, your assets basically. And then, um, there's another one, um, for the formation of your committee. Uh, and I'm running also running my campaign on myself. So that, uh, I didn't have to do that. So all I've had to do is so far is uh a statement of interest, nominating signatures. And you know, you turn those in uh and uh that's uh, that's about it so far. Um you know, that's other than the fact that I'm getting my uh, signatures challenged and I'm having to file an appeal against Whitey, who uh, shouldn't be able to run for Pima County Recorder, that's just wrong. Like if somebody who can't, he 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 either and or he can't he can't count and or he's corrupt. Obviously corrupt because uh, you know his motivations are uh, he's got malicious malice um, intent. Um, that I'm, tr- that I, I'm pointing out because he, he, uh, made 17 mistakes counting my signatures that were valids. So he, he, as a Pima County recorder, he's going to obviously do a lousy ass job. So I would tell people, you know, spread the word, you know, nobody vote for this jerk. He shouldn't even be on the ballots. So that's what I'm, uh, and I'm contesting that out of principle and also you know, to give him hell and make sure that uh, he uh, maybe thinks twice before messing with somebody because this might mess up his campaign. Um, if if the newspapers pick it up, pick up the story, you know, which I'm gonna press I'm I'm gonna you know maybe somebody uh, you know, maybe it'll be a big story and it'll go like go down in like a, like the Hindenburg. like a lead balloon so um so yeah that's for the local race now for the statewide race it's much easier i i think because it's okay you call the arizona secretary of state if you have any questions and you go through the website and you can have you can collect signatures through the website online signatures which is totally unfair and and that's another thing i'm contesting through the arizona supreme court with my uh appeal against whitey chang v whitey and uh so yeah you can collect your signatures online and and then uh you know when you, by the way, when you file your statement of interest, you, you get your name in the in the newspaper, so that's uh, that's something in itself. Uh, I was described in the Arizona Daily Star as uh, the politi- a political newcomer, which is a nice thing to be. And um, but uh, I'm also asking the uh, appellate courts to um, subpoena. The um, executive editor of Tucson Weekly, um, because on February 13th, Jim Ninsel he he wrote that uh, he wrote a glowing review of of Mr. Whitey Benny White for Pima County Recorder, saying basically, oh, he's such a great counter. And then also in the same article, he said that uh, uh, we'd be surprised if if Trista uh, uh, made it onto the ballots and t- made it onto your if you saw. Trista on your ballots in 2020. Uh, so somehow they they knew two months in advance before I even filed my uh, signatures, nomination signatures, that my my signatures would be contested. So I I claim that this is part of the conspiracy uh, to harass and intimidate me, um, which is another on another grounds for uh, my. Uh, my, uh, chat, the challenge to my signatures to be thrown out of courts, but, um, and today I'm going to figure that out and figure out how to do that. I'm gonna call the, call the Arizona secretary of state or you know, the Arizona Supreme court, you know, the phone number and, you know, call the ACLU lawyer, friend, well, kind of friend, acquaintance. And, uh, you know, so um, and I'm doing this out of principle. It's not just because uh, it's, uh, you know, this jerk, you know, we need to give them we need to give these jerks hell. You know, we need to fight back. You know, don't make it so easy for for them to knock us off the ballot or, you know, basically block our ballot access. That's what he's doing, which is a you know, violation of my civil and, and voting rights and and uh, vote suppression against all those hundreds of people that voted for me. I mean, that's uh, nom- signed my nominating petition. They won't be able to see my name because this, 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 um, blowhards, this blowhard, um, uh, you know, zealous partisan hack is, uh, you know, invalidated all their votes. That's vote suppression. So that's another, you know, reason he shouldn't be allowed to have his name on the ballot. There should be an injunction against that and a stay, I believe um, against this court, ju- uh, judge and the judge in this one, uh, he, he, uh, he seemed impressed. He said, said some, said something about the, he appreciated the enthusiasm in our, uh, you know, our court case because, uh, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, almost, uh, you know, a couple tears. I, I shed a couple tears in my, uh, Passionate defense of all uh, the people that nominated me, and and uh, and all the felons that can't vote, and all the homeless people, and all the people that uh, you know that were invalidated because they hadn't yet re-registered in that district. And uh, you know, according to the records, you know, and uh, you know, all these, all these are ways of vote suppression. And and uh, you know, like I told them, people have died for our right to vote, and and people like this, Mr. Whitey, are suppressing our votes. And and uh, it's a form of intimidation and harassment. And he shouldn't be allowed to to run for office, have his name on the ballot. Yeah, and uh, said, I bet, I bet he didn't collect any of his signatures, knowing that he didn't collect any of his signatures. I saw on the Internet that Mr. Whitey had used the National Republican Lawyers Association to gather his signatures for him. But I talked to each and every one of those 650 people who signed my uh, sheriff and, and uh and Board of Supervisors' petitions. And uh, so, yeah, keep in mind that that's actually the the most enjoyable part for me to talk to people and about the issues. And, um, you know, even Republicans used to get an idea out there. Um, you know, I got, that's another thing. I got a couple pages of Republican nominating signatures as well, and, uh, and a uh, couple pages of felons uh, a page of homeless people and disaffected voters who would just will would never vote they have just so much disgust for the system uh you know i had a page for them <laughs> and and uh you know mr whitey was saying it was acting like he was outraged uh, you know how he's never seen anything like this uh, you know in terms of uh uh, you know signing up disqualified voters but my point is all those all those voters it's it's one person it should be one person one vote. and the it is the system the way the system is right now it's set up too easily so that our vote can be suppressed by a myriad of different ways all these rules you know they should be struck down that's what I'm asking the appellate courts to do to strike to tell the uh instruct the uh state legislature to strike down um these laws preventing us from you know felons i uh, asked them to strike down the the law um the rule against allowing felons to vote because that is a violation of our civil rights and voting rights acts uh, because in the voting rights act it said that no uh that our rights our voting rights cannot be abridged Due to sex, um, race, uh, and, and servitudes, and being imprisoned is a form of servitude I would argue. So um, that's another thing I'm doing through the um, my appellate course to try to improve and give us, give all Arizonans fair and free, and safe elections for a change. <sighs> And, uh, so yeah, uh, asking the appellate court to, to strike down the thing about felons and, and and other rules that, uh, that make it too easy, too easy to strike down, strike down signatures and 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 invalidate, you know, and, uh, And, um, you know, he he contested like two-thirds of my signatures. I had 280 signatures. He contested like 189, 100s, 182 signatures or something. Um, And he got them wrong out of 17 out of 100s, whatever it was. It turned out to be over 10% uh, error rate that he, he made yeah, give them hell. Don't be scared by these, these CS are intimidated and, uh, you know, work with your network. There's also the, P- in, um, you know, my case, there's the Pima County Democrats, um, who, um, you know, they, they kind of, they're fence sitters until you're a valid candidate. Um, and, uh, they, they, they don't want to, uh, they don't want to, give anybody special treatment or whatever, um, however, you know, when I was, like, begging them for some assistance, uh, for, um, but it don't depend on, on anybody, basically, because, uh, say I was begging, when I was begging them for, uh, assistance, they wouldn't help me out with, uh, you know, any w- way to get signatures, even though know? like, three weeks ahead, uh, and I sent, like, and I sent three e- three emails to the Department of Elections as well um, asking them for uh, help or assistance or you know let us go online like the statewide races do Um, because this is a form of of, uh, public health risk for me as a candidate to uh, risk my health by you know having to ask hundreds a couple more hundred people for their signatures as well as of course i'm i'm a risk of being you know say if i i'm healthy but what if i'm carrying it and i'm talking to a couple hundred i could become a a couple hundred people i could become a a source of mass infection so uh you know as a i studied public health i studied epidemiology uh you know med school and in taiwan which has the best healthcare system in the world and only like four for COVID-19 deaths right now and I think the reopening school so um, I I know what I'm talking about I think more so than pretty much everybody in America apparently but um and uh, and that's another thing um Brad Nelson the head of the Department of Elections he he uh, just ignored my three uh my three emails asking for some kind of assistance you know if it were, if I were Brad's if I were Brad's, what I would have done is, is uh, contacted the state legislature myself and said, hey, you know, what should we be doing for our candidates and, and for, uh, you know, to ensure that uh, we can we can provide uh, safe ba- ballot access to acti- ga- signature gathering activity um, without endangering public health and safety? You know, where, where was where was Brad's? that's what I want to know. And so that's why Brad's also part of my, um, my, um, response to the Arizona Supreme Court. I want them to ask him to tender his resignation because he did nothing and his inaction is inexcusable. And also I'm asking the judges to, um, order, order the Department of Elections to go online. This is the only ser- fair and safe thing to do. So um, anyway, so about, let's see, campaigning. So the beauty of, the beauty of running for office today is uh, that A, it doesn't cost anything, cost zero dollars. Zero dollars if you're just resourceful like me. And uh, I worked in journalism for many years so I'm kind of like a social media expert. I was like a um, Arizona online, uh, sorry, America online technical support rep here in Tucson. And uh, this was one of my first jobs after ber- Berserkly uh, graduating from Berserkly and That was uh, was like 97 or so. Uh, oh, no, uh, 94 And yeah, 94 95 and um and the wages were like seven twenty five or whatever but uh they probably haven't gone up much the, yeah they haven't gone up much since but uh it was a good job, so now I know a lot about uh social media basically and uh Facebook when I had it was awesome because it's uh a free it's free p r basically you you have all your friends I had like two thousand friends from all around the world I have a huge network of uh friends you know fortunately i, I well i'm i'm moving over to Instagram and Twitter now. Um, and, uh, I also use, uh, like like, WhatsApp is pretty good for, uh, phone calls and and video free. And, um, uh, what else do you, what else do you need? If you have Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, you can, um, and YouTube, start a YouTube channel, And, uh, you can take the video on your phone and you just upload it to your, to your YouTube channel. You have your own YouTube channel and, um, you know, do your own free YouTube ads. And, uh, you know, what I do is, uh, you know, write out, write out or, uh, make bullet points in advance of what I'm going to say. And, um. or not, you know, just do it off the cuff, you know. Our pre- our our uh, unpresident, our unpresident doesn't, you know, he just goes off the cuff, just uh, you know. So just treat it like uh, standard comedy or whatever. But what that's what I that's what I kind of do, but uh, you know, it's more like it's a political candidate with a comedy twist. So um, that's my style. So you get your own style, you get, you know, you get a platform too, you you have to have a platform. So, um, and, uh, you have to have a little spiel, you know, when you're getting pe- people's signatures. Um, you know, if you're, if you're like me or a, a, a true maverick, not like a McCain maverick, but like a true maverick, um, be pioneer, what I'm doing is pioneering a way for a prog- other progressive, candidates to run for office because that's what we really need so we need all you good progressives all you bernie supporters run for office anyway you may uh, you know check and see who's who else is running that's another thing you know when you're looking for office to run for i strongly recommend you know be strategic about it um if there's a if there's a good person in that office, say like um i like uh, Raul Grijalva, I think representative Grijalva's doing a pretty good job um so I would not want to run against him in fact i I would have wanted to get his endorsement um although his daughter's running for the my, my uh board of supervisor's position. But so, um, but I have, I have the platform, I have a, it's called a two minute elevator pitch in kind of like, uh, my presentation class that I had, that I've had, by the way, it was voted, uh, most improved in speech and debate team in high school. I think, uh, so was Elizabeth Warren anyway. And I kissed the Blarney stone. That's why I talked with an Irish accent. If you want to know, but Um, yeah, and, and that's what I want from a politician myself. I want, I want a politician who speaks with an Irish accent because it's, it's pleasant. You want to hear, uh, some bad news. You could better, I'd rather hear it from, uh, someone with an Irish accent or even good news. I've got some great news, but anyway, no, uh, yeah, the great news is this podcast will, um, shed light on, on how we all can run for office. Uh, for nothing. Um, it's not. It's not hard to, at all. And if you already are known in your town, that's half the battle to have your name recognition. So, say in my case, I grew up here uh, until I was fifteen, and and uh, um, I went to Flowing Wells High, uh, Flowing Wells System, um, as well as Sunnyside High School for one year. So uh, all those all of my classmates would remember my name, so that's why I'm I'm keeping Trista Tramposh on, uh, you know, for my filing name, and uh, apparently um, I'm going to run as a a um, not apparently, but I am going to run as a write-in candidate for Pima County Sheriff. So I'm finding out right now exactly what people can write in can they just write in Trista and will that be counted that's my question that's my question because that would be nice if people can um uh you know just write in Trista but it might be Trista Chang obviously they can't all remember Trista Tramposh D. Jenova Chang although on Facebook before when I had Facebook um and I was friends on Facebook with many people from high school and stuff so so um and they they knew me as they all, all of the people who were friends with me before know me as Trista De Chang. So um, so in town it should actually be okay to go by uh, either or any of those names, but Chang is is uh, I like Chang because okay, it's um for one it's tapping into. Uh, all those people who wanted to vote for Andrew Yang. And, uh, you know, I like Andrew Yang, uh, who's Taiwanese, by the way. And uh, he he did a pretty class act to, when he ran for president. I, I thought he was a little bit short, spare on ideas, actually. But I everybody loved his basic universal income idea. Um, which would have been possible, I mean, with the two packages that we've already passed... We could have passed in a basic universal income for everybody, like, for three years or something, at least. Um, but anyway, uh, so platform, so, and uh, choose your name, choose your name wisely, and, and um, you know, the name that people know you buy, uh, so that when you get your name in the newspaper, people say, hey, I know that chick, or I know that dude's, um, and he was in my, my chemistry class and, um, so they will come out and vote for you. So, and every, keep in mind that every contact that you have with people is a, a, a potential vote in the future. So, uh, what you want to do is, um, introduce yourself more often. Like when I go out with my puppies, um, I started, you know, people always want to pet my puppies uh, and people always want to say hi and they like to say hi too so and that's uh, that's uh so that's an introduction that's an opportunity for me to um uh, maybe get an, a vote in future you know uh so I I say hi I'm, I'm Trista you know you tell them your name tell them your name first and, and Trista is very uh unique uh kind of unique uh still I think I'm the oldest I, I think I'm the original Trista um so uh because I'm the oldest Trista that I know of, I think my mom made it up, that name Trista. And uh, she took it from uh Tristan, Tristan and his souls. It was in a baby book name. Baby name book. Uh, she made it feminine by dropping the N. So uh and now there are lots of Tristas in Taiwan by the way, because uh and I think I'm pretty sure it's because not only did I teach a lot of young people there. Uh, so they would have, uh, you know, and they like my name. They said it, they say it sounds like, a, uh, like a kiss Trista. Um, but, uh, but also I worked for the China post for a couple of years. So my name was in the newspaper all the time and they, um, they re they learn English from the China post, uh, Sunday supplement. So they, um that's another reason why there are lots of Tristas in Taiwan. Um, so now there's lots of Tristas on Facebook, but anyway, um, what, but when I'm, um, so I introduce myself, say my name, um, right away. And also when I'm get it, gathering signatures, I uh, say, hi, my name's Trista. I say it and say it just like that, you know, not too fast cause it's not too fast so they can hear it. Trista, Trista. Hi, my name's Trista. And you know, you can make it, uh, so it's friendly it sounds friendly right and then um then you go into your spiel cuz you only have it's less than 2 minute pitch elevator pitch uh when you're gathering signatures um so uh you have to uh, you know spit it out so got it got it down to hi my name's Trista. i want to run for sheriff can you please sign my petition so i can get my name on the ballot how long does that take hi my name's trista can you Hi, my name's Chista. Can you please sign my nominating petition so I can get my name on the ballot? It's like five seconds. I'm gonna do it one more time. Hi, my name's Chista. Can you please sign my petition so I can get my name on the ballot? Yeah, it's four seconds. So yeah, this is my four seconds pitch. And usually, uh, okay. So why why did I say why did I set it up like that? Uh, I'm trying. I, I want to run for. Um, I'm running for sheriff you can even make it shorter I'm running for sheriff and, and I need signatures to so I can get my name on the ballot so I can get my name on the ballot so uh you know people uh first of all because most people like hire other people to gather signatures for them and stuff usually or whatever like the Republicans do um <laughs> or uh no like well connecteds you know, the Adelita, uh, you know, she got 1500 signatures in a week. And uh, Alice, I asked Alison. you know, like, you guys helped her out, you know, specially set out somebody to gather signatures, you know, ostensibly for the three of other candidates, Democratic candidates. But really, it was just so that, make sure that Adelita could get on the on the ballot but Adelita didn't even need she didn't even need any help because uh she has uh you know her father's a representative and um you know the, they were gathering signatures uh read in an article that they were gathering signatures h at his headquarters and and as well as uh Um, you know, other other means and and uh, uh, Allison of the Pima Dems said that uh, she, you know, we could we have use of the uh, precinct committee people, the precinct committee persons. And uh, so yeah, get involved. That's a good way to get involved. Um, You know, so uh, become a precinct committee person. That's what I've been trying to do. Also, Um, I haven't I get my, uh, application bounced around a bit and, uh, haven't heard from, what's her name? Rosemary or something. But, uh, but yeah, get involved in that. And then you can also, uh, keep an eye on, um, any, maybe special elections that come up. So yeah, even, um, even, you know, I'm not too bummed that, um, I'm probably not going to get, even get my name on the ballot, thanks to Whitey. But, um, I might be able to take down a dirty Republican with me and I might be able to, um, uh, put it out there, get a little put, put, um, through pressure campaign through the courts to improve the system in future so that we can get online voting or online signature gathering, um, in the County as well as, uh, who knows, maybe it'll, you know, put out the words, maybe I'll get a really nice judge at the state Supreme court level, uh, who will, who will, um, you know, take up this issue of the felons, you know, give felons back the vote, man. Sheesh. I met, I met people who, who, uh, got a felony 20 years ago and still they can't vote. And, uh, also, uh, people with green cards can't vote. Why not? We've got green. they've got a green cards, getting the damn votes, you know? So there, uh, somebody, somebody, one person described it as, uh, they're, they're treated as a, uh, second citizen. And it's very difficult for these felons to get back their vote. They have to go through the courts again and blah blah blah, you know, and and wait seven years or you know, it's it's crazy. It, it's not. Uh, it should be knocked struck down. It's unconstitutional or uh, unlawful at least, because I don't think it's. I don't think it's unconstitutional because it wasn't in the constitution, but according to our Voting Rights Act, that's should be considered unlawful behavior as a condition because uh felons fel- having served time for a felony is a condition of servitude so in our in our rights voting rights can't be abridged based on that so anyway so and and also there's going to there's going to be more races and uh, you know there w- could be a special elections. Maybe somebody else will die. So like Richard, (laughs) Richard, Richard Elias, um, the district five supervisor, he, he died of a parent heart attack, like a week before the, whoa. Looks like my peacock is trying to jump my chicken's bones. Um, So, um, yeah, and, uh, you, you know, work for somebody, so support somebody else's campaigns too. And, and that's a good way to meet other people who are, uh, active, politically active and, and, and engaged in the issues. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll find a new friend or maybe you find some, maybe a printer for the future, in your campaign or whatever. That's another thing. So, um. You know, I recommend, you know, based on, uh, this is a good idea by the AFL-CIO, uh, the labor, labor unions that, uh, you know, and I committed to do, to doing this, that if I, if I do print some posters or, or yard signs or stickers or, um, t-shirts or whatever that I would go through one of their printers. So, um, that's a good way to, um, oh yeah. And fill out these these uh you'll it, when you're a candidate you'll get in the mail these um so in washington dc they had they had can, candidates forums that each kind of neighborhood group would had you know like the like a women's a women's group or a union group or uh, they'll send you a questionnaire asking you where you stand in the position so go ahead and fill that out and maybe you can get their endorsements and that's another thing about uh, so when you're when you um so getting endorsements and i've been asking for endorsements for uh you know a long time celebrity endorsements uh, i i um try to get uh, or people i admire ralph nader's one of my recent um you know in uh, can't hurt to ask i've got uh I've got the, uh, endorsements of another candidate in Maryland. Um, you know, and that's, that's the, I, and I tell people I don't accept campaign donations, but I accept endorsements. And, uh, so yeah. And then, and, uh, what else? Uh, use, uh, you know, get involved in the, in the issues, show up, Show up and, uh, you know, say you feel strongly about, um, feel strongly about, uh, the Samaritans being dragged through the courts for providing, uh, people with food and water in the desert. Um, so show up there, show up there as a candidate and show, show some support, uh, you know, um, uh, support them publicly and uh, you know in the past show up at say like the court day and um, talk to the press about what you think should be done you know just get it uh, just jump in there get involved to like whatever where wherever your heart is uh, strongest like uh, I'm concerned about the destruction of of uh, tribal burial grounds and seizure of tribal tribal lands that's in violation of their sovereignty you know so I'm very concerned about that and I also work in radio so uh, I'm going to be working or, well uh, contributing uh, uh, I'm going to be a, I am a contributing reporter for uh, KPYT the tribal radio station down the, down the street so, um, it was a shout out to, to them. Thanks, Gabriel. And, um, that, that can help get out the words, you know, uh, I, as I, uh, for, you know, get your name known, get out, get your name out there and, and get involved in your community because those are the, those are your allies. Those are your allies. And say, um, these days, I know it's good to, to be on the radio because everybody's listening to the radio now again um local radio uh you know also just to hear what's up in in our community so um as well as um, uh you know contributing to that community by i want to interview like their ag their equivalent of their attorney general about that situation, as well as uh, interview someone in their um, health and human services equivalent about uh you know covid nineteen and and then uh, i'm I'm also reaching out to my former boss Amy Goodman at Democracy Now, so I can maybe be a contributing producer for Democracy now in my my community and then so if I can get um when I do that. So then, like, on the res, they'll hear, um, they'll hear me doing segments on a very um, important issue. And, and uh, I'll, I'll just have to say, hi, this is Trista, contributing reporter to KPYT. And today we're going to be talking about uh, blah, blah, blah. So they, they've heard my name. And there's, like, 3,500, I believe, population 3,500 or so. I remember it was about the same amount of uh, running for governor. So I'm going to run for governor, too. And tell tell people, tell people, too. Say, so, hey, man, I'm going to run for governor in 2022. Vote for me then. You know, even just little kids. So if it's kids still be, could be 18 by 2022, tell them, vote for me when I'm... Yeah, and you run for something, too, sweetie. You know, tell, give them encouragements. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the real... Original listening tour that Hillary Clinton, you know, was trying to was trying to conduct. Do your own. Do your own listening tour uh, during your campaign, and uh, so yeah, my um, so platform, develop a platform. I, I you know, I write it out. So I have uh, a lot of writings actually. I have a, um, you know, start a binder start a binder, um, and make it yours, and have, you know, decorate it with your stickers from your campaign, or whatever, um, and, um, uh, that's a little trick that I learned from teaching little kids in Taiwan, you know, you, you give them a journal, and they make it, you know, have them decorate it first, you know, this is, this is someone, this is Trista's journal, yay, you know, balloons, whatever, and, um, so, yeah, have platform. So I have a different platform for board supervisors than I have for sheriff. And, you know, I jot down notes or, like, different ways to, that I think is a good w- way to describe it. Like, yeah, maybe I should maybe I should go, go through my election folder, see what interesting tidbits. Oh, that's lyrics, lyrics. Um, yeah, maybe I'll have to, I'll have to do that later. Um, because I need to wrap this up, but yeah, for, um, so for board of supervisors, my campaign is, and, um, you know, it's, it's gotta be fast because, uh, I need to collect as many signatures as possible. Right. Um, you know, so hopefully one day you won't need to, well, no, it's you, you should, everybody should create their own little pitch. And, uh, so board of supervisors, it's, uh, that I would plant 1.2 million trees, uh, that will cool down the, uh, you know, our, uh, the county out here as well as, uh, beautify, beautify it and, and, uh. We could even have like a a festival. Let's say we have the most, you know, I go to it in different degrees of of detail. But, uh, you know, these are my, this is my vision for Pima County, basically. Uh, In short, it's to plant 1.2 million trees and put in a state-of-the-art, Taiwan-style nature hiking appreciation trail. Uh, Throughout this this area, you know, family friendly barbecues and, uh, you know, invite Tona Otham and and Pasqua Yaqui tribal artists to make uh, public sculptures and and to help with the, you know, we'd have uh, plaques with uh, information about the area like folklore, history and, and nature, appreciation of nature trail. And, uh, you know, with the trees, 1.2 million trees, that would reduce our, that would erase our carbon footprint, as well as cool down the countrys, uh, countrysides, and, um, and be great for this, this uh, cycling path w- work, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be protecting cyclists, basically, as a, like a little buffer zone of trees between the traffic and and the cycling and hiking walking path um so uh yeah that's my that's my pitch for board of supervisors and um uh, for sheriff it's uh let's see how, um hi, my name is trista i'm ring I, for sheriff i I would be the first woman to if it's a woman, I would say I would be the first woman sheriff and uh democratic i'm a democrat and usually they'll just like yeah let me sign that because they want and that's the thing um people want to nominate you they want to give you they want you to get on the ballot it um they want me to get on the ballot why because i'm a woman what because i'm i'm progressive because i'm uh, and i tell people i'm i'm running as a public advocate um, i'm going to clean up the department people are very concerned about the corruption in our our you know i i emphasize this our local law enforcement and i use a quote from john oliver about because uh people you know when people say why do you want to why the hell do you want to work for sheriff I say so i can set and we can set our local law enforcement's priorities And that means no more pod busts. And then I like go through a list of uh, things that are going to be awesome. Like no more petty pod busts. Uh, And uh, I would want to uh, commute um, drug uh, possession to, um, you know, treat it like a mental health issue, not a criminal justice issue. And uh, so I, you know, and uh, I would, people are also very concerned about the amount of brutality in our, our local law enforcement. And, and so I say um, one of the reasons that mo- vo- motivated me is, um, you know, I, I point out, maybe you saw in the news uh, how when Man- Deputy Va- uh, Manuel Van Satan uh, tackled to the ground a, a 14-year-old quadriplegic. And, uh, and then usually they say, oh yeah, I remember that. And, um, and maybe they don't know. So I tell them, did you know, you know, that, that guy, he wasn't fired. He was given un. he was given paid administrative leave. He was given paid administrative leave. He didn't even lose his job or anything. He, uh, um, you know, personally, I would, he would have been in jail that night. Um, as even just as an example for the rest of the deputies that that is not how you interact with the public you're giving the you're giving law enforcement a bad name when you do that you're making making it so that people hate and distrust our local law enforcement and and, and also you're making the um um you know I I make my uh my pitch very uh as balanced as possible uh you know let let the deputies uh, know that I'm do I'm acting in their interest as well.